Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. We have to understand that boys are wired for risk and competition. They're built that way. God designed the, that role. In fact, one of the reasons that, that the, what we can theorize that the brain has is separated for them is because sometimes boys have risk or competition or something that they have to go after and they have to win. Uh, whether it's on the beaches of Normandy or wherever it is, or it's on a rocket that they're taking to the moon or getting on a ship and crossing the sea for the first time, they have to be able to uh, engage on that intellectual side and not be distracted by the emotional thing of going to war or going to to, to defend their family against, against a threat. They have to be able to do that. So risk and competition is sort of the gas behind those strengths that they have to focus uh, on factual things that have to have to take place. So, so they're drawn to risk and competition. They have to have that. They have to have a reason. There has to be something at stake in order for them to be engaged. And then the third thing we talk about is that uh, boys need to move in order to learn. You know, Harvard scientists have told us that that boys have to have motion in order for their brain to be engaged. So that fidgeting that he's doing for you, or that moving around, or the sitting in a seat, not a bit of bouncing his leg, all those things, he is telling you, if you want my brain, you've got to take my body. So what does that look like from a practical standpoint? Or moms, we gotta get the boys up and moving. And they're not broken. This, They're telling you, if you want my brain, you have to take this other stuff. You may think that sitting still and being quiet is the best way for me to learn, but I'm telling you that my brain goes to sleep when I'm doing that. You're not engaging me there. You've got to give me this motion. So I love some of the things my wife did. She would put uh, numbers or letters on the ground and then she would call out words and they would spell by jumping from letter to letter. Or she had cut out bugs on the wall that had numbers and letters and they each had a fly swatter. And she'd call out questions and they have to go swat the bug. That sort of motion when you're engaging them uh, with motion and learning is powerful for boys. So we think, will you sit there and finish that assignment? That is the, that's a very difficult thing for boys to do. That's not, we're not giving them the best opportunity to learn. So kind of got to let them figure that out. Now you got to understand there's times that they have to sit still, but, sure. but what you begin to do, if you give them the opportunity to move and you work motion into their day and you work recess and you work going outside to play, those sorts of things as rewards or as things that not even rewards to say, hey, I, I know you need this right now. You give them those opportunities. It's much easier then for them to understand, okay, that was moving time. This is sitting still time, like in church or whatever. I need to sit still for a while because it's expected. I mean, or in the grocery store, I need, to, I need to just sit in the cart for a while. And to, to understand that there are places for movement and there's places for sitting still. But we think that they've got to be sitting still all the time. And they do much better because they can understand this is a sitting still time and this is a moving time. And when they can begin to distinguish between those and they're told this is this and this is that, they understand the difference and we actually get better behavior out of them in the sitting still times because they understand it's not eternal. Right. It's not for forever. There's a movement time coming really soon. So yeah. those, those, are the, those are the three strategies that we, that we talk uh, about, about leaders about and helping them to engage with boys. Yeah, I love that. I have a friend, it's so funny. Um, she, when her kids were really little, um, they her kids would sit in church with her and her husband. And so she really wanted to teach them how to sit still because at home she would let them be kids and play. And so she would do um, like 
pretend church at home. She would role play church <laughs> and, you know, they would get their, you know, books and they would sit with them on their laps you know, or their, I don't know if they had hymnals or Bibles or what, mm-hmm. but they would have to sit still and they, they would do it just for a couple minutes each day or probably not even every day, but, you know, every so often they would pretend church and it worked beautifully because then when she took them to church, they understood, oh, we're, and I'm talking like she did this when they were itty bitty, like, you know, one, two, three years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was great because then they understood like, yes, there is a place and a time for us to sit still and to have self-control because of course our kids need to have self-control. Absolutely. You know, you're not saying let them just be crazy all the time and move every time. No, there is a time and a place for them to have self-control and to show that and church is one of them. Um, and so, yeah, just knowing our kids and how they best learn and, um, you know, at the same time, being able to learn how to use self-control when it's necessary. Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution.